brothers and sisters in the house. Good to see you brothers and sisters here. Like I said, it is a pearl of great price. Hallelujah. To even know how and when to worship Abba Yahweh. Hallelujah. He said in six days, you should do all you want to do. But the Shabbat is his. Hallelujah. We got people out there all over the world who can't see that. They can't see that because they've been blinded. As we were at one time. Right? So praise Yahweh. We will continue to have compassion on them brothers until Yahweh opens their eyes. So praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. Today's uh, message is titled Motive, a Powerful Principle to Perseverance. And what I'm talking about perseverance is I know it, there's a lot of things that's going on. A lot of people are going through a lot of distress. And I know it gets like that sometimes. But we're called to press forward, to keep going. And looking at this study, I was saying to myself, you know, basically there is a motive that can actually move mountains that are in your lives. A lot of us don't understand it, we don't see it. But there is a motive. This motive can be the force that helps propel you through anything you do or you want to complete, whether great or small. And when you really look about it and think about it, you ask yourself, what is this thing? But last but not least, I think that when you we come to understand it, I think it's also the key to obtaining that Messiah-like courage. What am I talking about? That Messiah-like courage that even when you're going gets extremely tough, you persevere. You keep going. How many, how many of us understand and know what the Messiah went through, and yet he still persevered? We're going to talk about that because a lot of us want to give up sometimes when we run into rocky places. We get a little uncomfortable. And so I started trying to find out what was it that drove him to continue on to do what he did. And what we're going to be talking about today is that motive that he had. What was it? Anybody know? Anybody care to take a stab at it? He had something that most of us, when you really think about it, we get up on a daily basis. Well, I'm just going to, and we'll, we'll talk about that. But what he had was, he had the heart motive of Yahshua. He had this burning desire to do what? And that was to bring the glory to his father. I just want you to sit there for a minute and think about a burning passion to say, no matter what I do, no matter what I think, no matter what I say, it's got to bring glory to the father. That's it. What I think, what I say, and what I do must bring glory and honor to the Father. And this is what, I want you to understand, Yahshua knew that he was going to be betrayed. He knew that he would be 
rejected, falsely accused. He knew all this. He knew that he would be forsaken and ultimately murdered. But yet, he pressed on. How many of us today have been in a position where we've been close to murder for following Yahweh? Raise your hand. How many of us have been falsely accused in courthouses and, and standing before Caesar for honoring Yahweh? Hmm. How many of us have our closest friends? Some of us might have had some of our even closest of our brothers to turn on us. But it still haven't been to the degree that Yahshua had, and he still remained sinless. He still wanted to carry on. And that's what we're looking for. That's what I'm looking for. What is it? Because sometimes I'm telling you, I mean, you go through things and you say, Yahweh, is it this hard? And he said, well, ask your, ask your brother. Ask Yahshua. Was it that hard? Yes, it was. And it's not supposed to be easy for us. Where is that in the scripture? Can you find any scripture that says this is going to be easy? No. We're all being tried. We're all being tested. Whatever you're going through right now, it's a test that's lying before you. It's a test. Yahweh drug them out into the wilderness to do what? To see. To test them. They out there. That was a test to see if they would follow him. If they would do what he asked them to do. How did they do? Pearl. <laughs> tell the truth. Tell the truth. That's it. They did terrible. But that was a test. That wilderness was a test. It was a test. Let's go to John chapter 17, verse 1. John chapter 17, verse 1. And what we're going to be concentrating on today is just how do we persevere? What is it? And I'm going to try to give you some little nuggets here to help you to start your day off with a thought and a motive in your heart and mind to start your day off. And with that heart and motive, if you get your heart motive right, I'm telling you, you can bust through a whole lot of things and please your father at the same time. John chapter 17, 1. This is the Messiah. Listen to what he said. He said, these words spoke Yahshua and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may what? Glorify you. Glorify you. He had a burning passion to bring glory to his father. He wasn't thinking of himself. Anything the father gave him, it was for him to turn around and do something with it. To bring glory to the father. So many times we get things and we think it's for our own glory and we don't use it to esteem him. We use it to glorify ourselves. Verse 2, as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal that, ye, that they may know thee, the only true Elohim and Yahshua, the Messiah, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me. 
And now, O Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the majesty which I have with thee before the world was. There was so much love for the Father that filled Yeshua's heart that every burning desire that he had was once again to bring honor and glory to his Father. Anybody ever said, have a son? Yeah. And you see that son, he watches his father. You know what I'm saying? He says, I want to be like him. I don't care if their daddy's a football player, basketball player, truck driver. If he's that close and that relationship is like it's supposed to be, that son wants to glorify that father. If it's like it's supposed to be. You want to emulate him. And that's what I'm trying to take you to. And some of us may not have experienced that. But Yahshua knew exactly what he wanted to do and who he wanted to bring glory to. And that's where we're going with this thing tonight. So that we can emulate him, you know. So praise Yahweh. Look at a couple of scriptures that kind of bring this point home again. Let's go to John chapter 8 verse 50. 8 verse 50. Yachanan 8 verse 50 says, And I seek not my own honor. There is one that seeketh and judges. Yahshua's motive, once again, was not to seek his own glory. We see here in John chapter 14, 13. 14, 13. I'm just throwing a couple of scriptures out here that kind of backs up this point of where he wants us to be and where he wants us to train our minds and our hearts and our thoughts to pattern himself after himself. We see here John chapter 14, verse 13. He said, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Again, everything he did was to glorify the Father. And what I see about that is, that is a powerful way to jumpstart each and every one of our days. How many days do we get up and the first time our feet hit the floor, we pray, Father, let every thought, let everything I say, let everything I do bring glory to you. How many times do we do that? Say that again, sister. I said I try to do that every morning. Hallelujah. I want y'all to concentrate on T-R-Y. Right. But that's very important. It's very important. Because there's a battle within yourself that don't want that to come to pass. And we'll see that in a minute. You have to fight that. That's, it's not as easy as it sounds. We war against ourselves. There's a spiritual battle. When you set out to do that, there's something that is of another force to try to knock that wall down. But the challenge to you is to do it. Just say it. Every day you get up, just say it. And you can see yourself and you will see when you're actually self-serving yourself. 
you'll be able to see it as plain as day. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you want to do, is to seek your own glory and not the Father's. What this does is exposes you. It will expose you. How many of us wants to be exposed? You have to be. He said, he said, test me. Try me. That's what he said. Search me to see if there's anything within me. That's what he said. Search me. You want to be exposed. That's right. You want to be exposed. That's right. Anybody want to talk about that? Go ahead. Talk. Well, I just want to say that I, I've noticed that in doing that, because what I try and do, well, I, I don't, I say no, try, so, no. only because, you know, it's, it's you, you're, you're trying to do something that's right. You know? mm -hmm. And that's what I mean when I say try. Mm -hmm. So when the Father wakes me in the morning, mm -hmm. at first I give him credit because mm -hmm. I know I didn't wake myself. Hallelujah. He woke me. And then before I start, I, I, I read the scriptures, and then before I start working, I'm blessed to work at mm -hmm. from home. I tell him that even though I'm working from home, I'm still on the phone and commenting with people, mm -hmm. and that I want his glory to be seen through my actions. Exactly. So where, you know, no matter how, how and, you're, and I've noticed that. When you try, when you do it that way, the devil or the evil one, because the earth belongs to him, he is That's going right. to throw things at you to try and get you not to do what you said Hallelujah. you wanted to do. Hallelujah. So that's that. That's when it becomes the battle because then you have to, even when he comes at you, and I'll encounter really mean people, mm -hmm. and I'm just like thanking them, and and and, and mm -hmm. sometimes I'll end the call with, you know, have a blessed day, and they're so mad to slam it down. <laughs> but it's up to me to maintain that that. That 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 um, what am I looking for? That way I'm trying to be mm -hmm. where hopefully the Father will shine through me, or, and I can learn and then continue learning. So I'm just saying it's not an easy process. Praise God. Anybody else? Anybody else want to fill in any gaps there in your own life or your own experience? Just to know we just to know where we are. I want to know you know where we are in this in this study today because it's important. And I like feedback. Mm -hmm. And what she said is true. She said it's true. You set out to do this to bring the will of Yahweh. But, and, and this is what happens to many of us. John chapter 5, 44, it says this. John chapter 5, verse 44. You know when you start tilting the other way, away from glorifying Yahweh, when you seek this. John 5, 44 says, How can ye believe which receive honor one of another? And seek not the honor that cometh from Yahweh only. What is he saying here? What is he saying? John chapter 5, verse 44. What is he saying? That you're seeking honor from man. That's right. And see, when you seek honor from man, man is warped in their thinking. I mean, you could be on your job. Think about this. You could be on your job. And if somebody is doing something on your job, 
and you want to be on the in crowd, you'll do what they're doing instead of doing the righteous will of the Father. Just to fit in with the crowd. You see? So whenever you know that you're leaning toward getting approval from man, woman, whatever, you know that you are not getting or seeking the will and the glorification of your Father. Just know that. They're on opposite ends of the spectrum. That's why Yahshua walked down the middle of the road. He didn't walk to the right. He didn't walk to the left. He didn't even care who was on his left or was on his right. He was walking down the middle of the road. And that's what we need to do. We need to focus our hearts and minds on Yahweh and bring him glory in everything we do. And it's easy. you can do it. You know what? I, I want you to try to imagine in your head a plant, a tree. And I want you to just see like three roots coming out of the tree. You know, every tree has a root system that feeds it, that nourishes it. That's where it gets its nourishment from. So whatever picks up in the root is what the tree produces. And I want you to see three roots coming down. I want you to see one that says uh, uh, desiring to glorify Yahweh. Another root is saying desire to please Yahweh. And the other one says desire to serve Yahweh. That's three things. Glorifying Yahweh, to please Yahweh, and to serve Yahweh. I want you to see those three roots. Now out of the tree... We all know what that's going to produce in our life. It's going to produce love, joy, peace, patience, self-control, meekness, faith, and gentleness. This is the spirit that we receive. And if we, if our roots are gathered in, and that's what we're bringing in, if our glory is to seek Yahweh and seek his glory, then that's the fruit that we're going to produce. How many people in here have has a lot of anger in their lives. You can raise your hand. Okay. How many people in here has a lot of despair in their lives? Despair. How many people in here have a lot of impatience in their lives? Raise your hand. How many people in here suffer from anxiety, a lot of anxiety? Raise your hand. How many people in here feel with a lot of arrogance? Arrogance. Any arrogant people in here? I'm the only arrogant person in here. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate that. How many people in here? I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to show you fruit. Yeah. I'm trying to show you fruit. Right. You say you should know them by their fruit. Okay. This is fruit. Okay. How many in here you is a got a lot of fear in their lives? Fear. 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 That's a fruit. How many in here just just write evilness, evil thoughts come to your mind? That's a fruit. That's a fruit. So on that tree, I want you to dig down. You got three branches to that tree. I want you to understand there's self-glory in there, in that root. There's also self-satisfaction. You're pleasing yourself. And also self-serving. Whenever you're going to self-serving, doing something to satisfy yourself, if that's your tree that you, if that's what you're rooted in, that is the fruit that you will produce. Mm -hmm. and, and also, yes, wow. it is. I'm sorry. I want you to sit there for a minute. 
and understand what was just said. That's a nugget. That's a nugget. That's a nugget. Look at the fruit in your own lives. Fear. Anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Arrogance. You know? Do what you want to do when you want to do it. How you want to do it. You don't care about nobody else's feelings. It's all about me. It's all about what I'm feeling. That's fruit. It's fruit. And it's bad fruit. It's not good fruit. You should know them by their fruit. That's important. Brother, you had your hands up? Yeah, I, I would. I just, if you don't mind, you repeat the roots of the bad, the bad fruit. Self-glory. Oh, man. You want, you want that satisfaction of glorifying something in you. All right? You got self-satisfaction. Oh, if I just bust them upside the head, I'm going to feel just better. I want y'all to feel that. Huh? If I bust them upside his head, it'll make me feel better. That's self-serving. That's self-satisfaction. That's not honoring your father. It's going to be real easy to tell yourself, if you're truthful, who you are today. 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 Self-glory, self-satisfying, and self-glory. And that fruit, you want to hear that fruit? If you got despair in your life, anger in your life, impatient in your life. And I know sometimes I get impatient. Oh, I get impatient. My wife be saying, I anyway, I'm going to go. <laughs> Anxiety. You're anxious all the time. You're arrogant. You know what I'm saying? Evilness, fear, hatred. These things, man, is because you're feeding. Like I said, the truth be told, if your daily motivation is not to glorify Yahweh, you are basically basking in self-glory. So when you get out of bed every day, and your motive in your heart is not to bring glory to your Father, you are saying to yourself, I'm going to bring glory to myself. That's right. That's what you're saying. Period. You can either bring him glory or bring yourself glory. Anybody want to dispute that? Come on now. Talk to him. Anybody got a problem with that? See, listen, this is why I love this, because we're family. What are we here to do? To esteem one another. We're all searching. You understand? We're all in this bucket together. We're just trying to make it. And we're going to make it together. That's why it said, to if you have fault with one another, if you have sin in your life, if you have anything, it said to pray for one another, confess your sins one to one another. I have a problem. And then it says to pray for them. But if you conceal your sin, but somebody else can see your fruit. How many, how many believe it? Y'all know what an apple looks like? If I tell you it's an orange, what you tell me? Huh? That's right. 
I said, if I said, man, this is an apple. You said, no, it's not. It's an orange. That's what happens when we try to conceal our sins. We say, man, I got this kind of fruit from glorifying Yahweh, and somebody's going like, brother, I'm seeing different fruit. I'm seeing another fruit. So politely, I want to say to you, brother, do the same for me. If you see a different fruit in my life, other than what it's supposed to be, then that's when you come to me and say, brother, I see a different fruit. That's not of Yah. That's right. And then pray for me. That's what you do. Don't ridicule me. Don't put me down. We all in the same bucket. This is not nothing here to put nobody down. But it's just to prove to you that the word is sharper than a two-edged sword. And if there's no spiritual blood on the floor, somebody's not doing their job. A word like this should cut everybody to do better. What fruit is on your tree? Is it self-glory or is it glorifying God? Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. You know, I was trying to tell y'all years ago that me and my wife was... Uh, and I thank you guys, we told you this story before, but it was it's something I need to say because it was a picture where we was, I was self-glorying ourselves, when, and I think you guys heard of it, but it's just to show you how destructive that is. Like I said, we was at a feast ground and people, you know, they watch us and they see us, you know, holding hands or getting along with each other, and people see that or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And the man came to us and told us, hey man, come help this couple over here. Everybody's trying to talk to them. And nobody can help them. But I think you and Linda got what it takes to counsel this couple over here. Because they're about to divorce. They're about to just go crazy on each other. And me and her never counseled anybody. I don't counsel nobody. As far as the marriage is concerned. I didn't know how to do that. At least I didn't think I did. And me and her looked at each other like, oh my God. What do we do? So we prayed. We prayed. We accepted the challenge. And we prayed and took them people in there. And I was nervous. She was nervous. And all of a sudden, you all saw what came across that room. Yahweh's presence just boom, 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 boom. Put everything together. Everything was clicking. Bam, 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 bam. Walked out of that room. Them people was hugging and kissing, walking down the street. Uh, in the, in the, and everybody was looking at, what the? What is that couple? Look at, what? Y'all see that? Yeah. And here I am, being ignorant, not giving y'all the praise. Everybody looked at me like we did something. And see how she said how Satan comes on you? Stop moving, Phyllis. You're doing something. And here we thought we were doing something. I'm thinking I'm doing something. Everybody coming to me. Oh, man. You, oh, look what you just did. Look at the couple over there, man. And I'm walking around with a puffed up chest. Like I just did something. I didn't do nothing. And Yahweh waxed the floor with my butt. Me and her couldn't stand to be in the same camp room. After that. It just something came right between us like boom. And we watching them enjoy their feast. And we sit up here looking at each other. Like, like, like a cuckoo bird. Mm -hmm. 
because it was self-glory. Y'all would say, don't do that. Y'all would say, I give my glory to no one. Don't rob Yahweh's glory. You think you something. Now she might remember it a little differently. <laughs> that's right. She might tell you something a little different, but that's how I see it. That's how I see it. Y'all right, praise y'all. We're trying to help each other. I'm trying to help myself. Help me. I'm trying to help myself develop the fruit, the righteous fruit that we're supposed to be developing for ourselves. The fruit that people can see. Oh my God. I want to get to the point where I'm right here. Where Yahshua said this. Go, if you will, to. Uh, So John chapter 8 verse 29. This is where I want to get. And if y'all want to get there with me, you'll step out of that bed every day with that prayer. Yahweh, let everything I say, think, and do be to glorify you. Let that be your motive daily. Right here, you'll get there. 8 John 8 29. He says, and he that sent me is with me. See, he said, he that sent me is with me. Why? The Father has not left me alone. Why? For I do always. I like that. Always. I do always those things that pleases him. Ooh, that's deep. That's deep right there. See, we, we, we don't think like that. But Yahshua did. We say, sometimes I want to do it. Other times I want to self-glory. Sometimes I want to get in my own head. Sometimes I'm going to do things my way. That's what we do. Yahshua said, I'm not thinking like that. I want righteous fruit. And I want y'all to see that fruit. Praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. And here's a great test for you. When you leave out of here today, I want you to do something. Go to Luke chapter 6, verse 31. Here's a great test for you. Right here. To know if you're on the right path. And think about this scripture every day. To know if you're on the right path. To bring in Yahweh's glory. And producing righteous fruit. In your own lives. Yahweh gives you a test. Luke chapter 6 verse 31. Somebody read that for me. Now what did he just say? Do unto others. As you will have them do unto you. I want you to think about that. It didn't say do unto others as they do unto you. Huh? See, that's what we get it mixed up. We treat people the way they treat us. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you get you got an attitude with me? Huh? Huh? We treat them like they treat us. God says, no, treat them the way you want to be treated, even though they're treating you harshly. Yeah. And you may be able to say to them, you know what? By the grace of my Father Yahweh, I'm going to honor you because I want a righteous fruit and I want to honor my Father. 
but you treated me dirty. But I'm going to treat you with honor and respect, sister. I'm going to treat you with honor and respect, brother. But you are honoring me dirty. See that? But I'm going to give you respect because Yahweh demands that I do that. That's right. That's right. So it don't matter what you do to me. My thing is, Yahweh says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you want them to treat you dirty, treat them dirty, and they'll continue to treat you dirty. But if you want them to treat you with respect, treat them with respect. If you want respect, you got to give respect. Anybody got a problem with that? Anybody want to dispute that? Praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. Receive it. Praise Yahweh. All right. We all need a band-aid. You know what I'm saying? We all need a band-aid. You know? We all need a band-aid. We here. We here, Phyllis. We all need a band-aid. But we all want to do better, and we do better by, again, if you just say those words coming out of your bed every day, that you want to bring honor and glory in your thoughts. And what I do is whenever I have a negative thought, because the negative thoughts pile up. It's time to start rebuking those negative thoughts and reject them because that's how Satan pulls you down into that black hole of depression, of despair. And you're down there because you didn't let all these thoughts pull you down without rebuking them, you see. And, and you'll be able to be more tender with those that are around you. You know how harsh we get with our own spouses? How harsh, and the word said that we should be more tender. Tender. But if you have a negative thought about your spouse coming across your mind, reject it and rebuke it in the name of Yahshua. Then you're able to stand up in their presence. Rebuke those bad thoughts. Rebuke them. Say, hey, I want to bring honor. He always says, like he says, you know, I, I always tell this thing, I used to come home and I used to shake the floor all the time when I when my kids were growing up. A man is at home. They would hear the floor boom, boom, boom. And my wife finally said, stop all that stomping. Because I, I wanted them to run for me when they come in. You know what I'm saying? Respect me. You know? So I hit the floor hard. Boom. And them kids get straight. They did. They would. My nephews and everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, Uncle Mike's here. Mike, Uncle Mike's here. Fun's over. Clean up, pick up. My wife told me one day, she said, put all that stomping, you know what I'm saying? And go somewhere. Sit down, please. <laughs> sit down, please. But you know what? I went down and I, I did that one day and I, I opened up the scripture and it says that a soft answer turns away wrath. So instead of being harsh with her, I just give her a more gentle answer to her question. And it turns away her wrath. So again, in that, Yahweh was teaching me to treat those who are closest to you. Because those are the ones that's going to get bruised up. The closest ones to you. Somebody treating you bad on your job, you come home and take it out on her. Or take it out on him. 
you know. I come home, I gotta hear this stuff. She come home, she gotta hear something. I tell her, look, I tell you what, you shake that off of you before you get home. That's the rule I have. I don't, my work is at work, I don't talk about my Poor thing. You know what I'm saying? It gets stressful out here. I'm telling y'all, brothers and sisters, I love you. And I don't want nothing to happen to none of you. And if I can help any one of you with anything, you come and talk to me. Praise Yahweh. Yes, sister. I just want to say that I was having a lot of, uh, I, uh, I guess I feel I was feeling a lot of hatred from people at my job. And when I started to pray for them, I could immediately see the changes in all of them. And my work environment is so much more peaceful. Praise Yahweh. Uh, give y'all all the glory for that. Give us the glory. Yeah. Yahweh the glory. Yes, sister. Works. You raise your hand. No, give her thumbs up. Oh, hallelujah. Praise y'all. Anybody have anything they want to say that we can pray out with this? Thanks for the word. Well, I have something to say. I think um, I was been doing this study with the, the Hebrew words, and I was looking at prayer. Like to pray is to fill up. Mm -hmm. Right, and you know when we go in prayer, we always asking Yahweh for stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I want a car, a house, I want things. And really, that's not how they pray. To fill it is really to compare yourself to the standards of Yahweh. Did she just give away my Bible study for next week? No. <laughs> <laughs> is, is she doing that? <laughs> Praise <Yeah. God>. <laughs> no, and so for me, it was really the first time I prayed. That was like my first prayer to Yahweh to pray like that, Hallelujah. and I didn't measure up. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started to compare myself to Yahweh's standard, and that's what David said when he said, "Search me." Search me. He and meant if that. If you find anything in me, he was comparing himself right. to Yahweh's standards. That's right. You know, he wasn't asking Yahweh to do this right. and bring him armies. Yahweh already said he would bring these things to us. He said, "I know, you know what you have need of." Mm -hmm. Yahweh already know what you need of. So anyway, you know, not that we shouldn't ask him for it, we can't ask him, but the prayer was to, to fill it is to compare yourself to Yahweh That's to right. his standards. That's right. And then, you know, ask, then you want to ask for those kind of things that Praise I Yahweh. can measure up to him. Right. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5.11 in closing. And I just want to say this. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, comfort yourselves together and encourage one another. And that's what we're doing today. We want to continue to encourage one another. Even as also you do. So basically, if I'm encouraging you and you're encouraging me to reach better, to do better, Yahweh says you will be encouraged. That's a spiritual law. You don't have to go there, but write down Proverbs chapter 11.25. Proverbs 11.25. It basically said that if you water, you shall be watered. That is a spiritual law. So if I water you, Yahweh says it's a spiritual law that I'm going to be watered. So if you want to do something, if you want something, start encouraging people. Start doing for people like you want to be treated. And Yahweh says you will soon be watered. We so want to do this thing our way. We want to break down walls our way. And Yahweh says, no, you just go out and encourage. 
and keep my righteous fruit in your hearts and your minds. And Yahweh says, I'm going to guarantee you that you shall too shall be water. Ain't that Proverbs? Say that, Proverbs 11.25. Somebody read that, and that's, that's the last one I, I, I'm, I'm going to give you. Proverbs 11.25, what does it say? Well, it says, the generous being is enriched, and he who waters is also watered himself. That's right. So if I give myself unto you, Yahweh says it's a law that he's going to make sure that somebody waters me. Hallelujah. May Yahweh bless your understanding and may he keep you in Yahshua's righteous name. And may he keep us all on that road of purification. May he keep our hearts and our motives geared toward bringing him glory and not self-serving. Yahweh bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Let's pray out. Let's stand up and pray out. And, uh, yes. Hallelujah. Oh. Okay. Numbers blessing. It says, Yahweh bless thee and keep thee. Yahweh make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Yahweh lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And you shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Consider yourselves blessed. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to pray for this food. Dear Heavenly Father Yahweh, we thank you for the word that you've given us today, dear Father Yahweh. We thank you for the spiritual food, dear Father Yahweh. Now, dear Father Yahweh, I'm asking that you bless the physical food. That you cleanse of all impurities. In Yahshua's precious name, we say thank you. Hallelujah. Bless us all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shalom, 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 Israel. This is the voice that cries out in the wilderness, brothers and sisters. And again, this is the Shabbat. I come to you, brothers and sisters, after that message, after that uh, message that my dear brother, um, brother Mike Wardlow, um, he he gave today's uh, Sabbath read message, um, and I I really enjoyed that message, brothers and sisters. And I hope you all took something from this. To once you hit the floor, that your old desire, once you wake up and throughout your day, is to esteem our Creator, like Yeshua, our Messiah, Yahushua, our Messiah. How He esteemed our Creator, and everything we do. Let that be our 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 our. Uh, let that be our mission. Because without the breath, without our Father, without the breath of life, we would not be here. So everything we do, let it be to the steam of our Father. So, with that being said, brothers and sisters, until next time, having rest a joyful remainder of your Shabbat. And let the Most High bless you and keep you. Pray for me as I pray for you. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah.